Hello everybody, my name is Kane Kaiser, and this is my story. Hey guys, it's Kane Kaiser, back again with another podcast. Um, I know it's been a while since I've made a podcast because I've been dealing with some mental health problems, uh, dealing with personal things that I probably shouldn't talk about. Um, but here I am doing a podcast once again, and today I have a guest listener in the room with me, Miss Jody. Um, she is from the local news station and she is gonna pretty much watch me do my podcast while I'm doing it. So... That's going to be kind of an interesting uh, experience, I should say. So this podcast today is going to be about um, my life in my favorite year ever. So my favorite year ever, I know people have usually have their favorite year, um, like their favorite point in their life. Um, Like I have a lot of memories from this year and my year is 2008. So some of the year or some of the things that I did during the year 2008, I may have mentioned in uh, some of the podcasts I've done in the past. And one of them is my dog, Alex. And my dog, Alex, if you guys have listened, I think it's the second episode. Um, The second episode uh, it had my dog Alex and like how he became my best friend and stuff like that. But I will let you guys listen to that um, earlier in the in the series here. But as part of 2008, um, I got my dog Alex in 2008, and it was March 6th, and so yeah, he would. I got to know him for 12 years, and I know I'm kind of reviewing back to episode two. But, yeah, I I spent a lot of time with Alex in 2008, kind of getting to know him and stuff like that. And then I actually have some pictures of Alex that I had discovered recently um, of Alex when he was only, like, two months old. And, man, I missed that little puppy. He was such a good boy. And so, yeah, 2008 was interesting. Um I do have a couple other topics that I'll talk about, and one of them is um, a topic that I've been trying to cover in my podcast for a while, but not get, like, advertising, like, copyrighted, (laughs) if you guys kind of know what I mean. But I have been meaning to talk about the game of Bop It. So for those of you who aren't 90s kids who don't know what Bop It is... It is an electronic game that was developed by Hasbro. Actually, it was developed by the inventor of Bop It, who I know personally. He's in Larkspur, California. Um, And he has invented Bop It for over 25 years now. Um, Yeah, I know him personally, and I have really good contact with him. But I guess Bop It, I can explain a little bit. It's a game where... You have bop it, twist it, or pull it. It It's kind of like Simon Says, but it tells you to do something, and it's either bop it, and you push the button, twist it, you twist a knob, pull it, you pull a handle, and so on. And you got to try and get the highest score possible. And one thing I've been meaning to say is that I actually am 
Bat crap crazy about Bop It. Like, I'm what's considered a super fan, but I'm able to control my fanatic-like uh, behaviors, I guess you could say. Uh, but yeah, I have quite a collection of Bop It. I have 27 versions, and I'm about to obtain the 28th version. I'm about to obtain um, one from the inventor. I'm going to be testing one eventually here as kind of an exclusive thing. And so Bop It has been kind of a good part of my life for the last probably 12 years. And within that 12 years, it's been interesting. Like, I got my first Bop It in 2008, like I mentioned. And uh, so I've been collecting them ever since, and I have been getting better and better at them. I remember my dad used to beat one of the Bop It's for me because I, when I was young, I couldn't, like, really... Uh, beat it all that well, uh, because, I mean, I was only like, what, seven, eight, and my reflexes and reaction time wasn't that fast, and I tell you what, Bop It can get really fast, uh, but yeah, I've been collecting them, I've been getting better at them, um, I've got a YouTube channel that has about 800 subscribers as of now, and I make material on Bop It, and I've made it on um, Bop It related projects, not like projects that the inventor has made, like prototypes and stuff, except I have made a couple prototype, uh, concepts, like I haven't really, like, made Bop It, like, actual Bop It products, even though people on my YouTube channel say, can I have a Bop It because you invented it? I'm like, no, I didn't invent the game, I am just a super fan who knows the person who did invent the game. So it's been kind of like, you know, I'm a fan, a super fan, but I'm not necessarily the inventor. So, I mean, that's kind of, it's kind of nice to know that I have, it, it's kind of nice to know that I have fans of me being a super fan, kind of like that. But, yeah, so it's kind of like that. So I guess back to the 2008 thing. 2008 had a couple other things that I really remember because I've been trying to find like footage and pictures of me from 2008. My mom has got stuff somewhere. I don't know where half of her pictures are um, because she's got like files and everything. Um, but one thing I do remember is another game I played when I was a kid um, I was really into computer games when I was little, and so I had a Windows Vista uh, laptop that I played games on, and then I played on, I, I played computer games a lot ever since I was like really like a toddler. I played Blue's Clues games a lot when I was a kid, but a game I used to play a lot when I was a kid, when I was like seven, eight, nine, was a game called Bejeweled, which was like, it was like Candy Crush in a way. And actually, I think Bejeweled is like the original Candy Crush. Like, Candy Crush kind of built off of Bejeweled in a way and kind of improved on it. But a game that came out in 2008 was called Bejeweled Twist. And if you guys know what Bejeweled is, it's just like the match three, like, you click a jewel, you could go down or left or right or whatever to make three in a row. 
while Bejeweled Twist was an interesting game. It's like a, it's almost like a spin-off. You know, it's kind of a pun right there, like a spin-off. You actually have to twist a, a two-by-two grid of gems in order to match the three. So you got a twister on the board, and wherever you click, it'll do a two-by-two like twist clockwise of those four gems and you gotta try and match three or more that way. And that's still my favorite computer game to this day. That came out, I think it was October of 2008. And that was a, that was a favorite of mine ever since I was really, really little. And like I said, seven, eight, up until probably, until I was really into Bop It, which was like when I was, 12 or 13 um i was i like i got my first bop it in 2008 i played it every once in a while um when i was eight of course i didn't play it much because i still had other interests as a kid but i had played bejeweled um and i was like obsessed with bejeweled i emailed the company of the developers of bejeweled and stuff like that when i was little um, and that was like my pre-Bop-It era of my life. So it's kind of like I liked Bop-It before I liked Bejeweled, but I still liked Bop-It at the same time. It's, it's kind of confusing to explain. But yeah, I've kind of I've had a couple interests when I was little having to do with Bejeweled, Bop-It. I liked another game from that same developer called Zuma, which was like a, a ball shooting game where you got just like there's a trail of balls and you got to try and shoot them with like this weird frog i don't know they come up with like the weirdest developments for or the weirdest concepts for games i don't know how they come up with it but i guess it's just part of the creative process i guess so and i know what the creative process is i've got a graphic design class that i deal with the creative process quite a bit trying to figure out like what am I going to make a design of? How should it look? Will people like it? What will people think of it? It's kind of a mix between that. So, um, let me think. Do I have any other things having to do with 2008? I know I have one other thing, and that is um, I went to Chuck E. Cheese for my seventh birthday in 2008. So, I was born in 2001, and I... Turned seven in 2008. I mean, if you do the math, that's what it is. Um, and so I went to Chuck E. Cheese. I live in Bismarck, North Dakota right now. Um, but I went to Fargo, North Dakota, which is on the eastern side of the state, almost by the North Dakota-Minnesota border. And so they had a Chuck E. Cheese there. And I remember going to Chuck E. Cheese for my seventh birthday. And my seventh birthday was probably one of the best best birthdays I've had, um, and I mean, I've had good ones now, like, recently, too, like, for my birthday, like, when I turned 16, I went to a Sky Zone, which was kind of like a trampoline park, stuff like that, but I'll talk about that probably in another episode, but my for my seventh birthday for Chuck E. Cheese, I remember going to Fargo, I went to Chuck E. Cheese, I went to Toys R Us when they still had uh, a Toys R Us around, because I know Toys R Us uh, closed like three years ago in like nationwide. But 
I remember I went to Chuck E. Cheese, Toys R Us, stayed at a hotel, had pillow fights with my parents, jumped on the hotel bed, which probably wasn't the smartest thing to do anyway. Um, but I had some pretty good moments when I was when I was little. Um, when I turned seven, I also got a laptop. That's when I got my Windows Vista laptop for my birthday. And I, I actually missed that Windows Vista so much. Uh, I know some, some friends of mine, I have some tech friends and bop it friends and stuff on the internet that they say Windows Vista was like the worst system ever, like the worst operating system ever. Well, that's the only operating system I really remember. And the operating system I really remember is, well, like I said, it's Windows Vista. It was kind of like a, a predecessor to US, uh, US uh, not US, what am I saying, to Windows 7. Uh, Windows 7 was kind of like, it, it was supposed to be like a really good operating system. And I mean, it was. But Windows Vista was kind of like a start to developing from between Windows XP and Windows 7. And if you think about, if you actually use Windows Vista and if you actually used it back in the early 2000s, it was kind of kind of a mix between those two, uh, XP and 7. But I remember I played games on that computer all the time. Uh, I played Bejeweled Twist. I played other Bejeweled games. I played Bookworm, which was another game from that same company. Zuma, like I mentioned, which... Yeah, I, I spend a lot of time on the computer, and I usually shouldn't spend that much time on the computer. I have I had that laptop probably for about 10 years. I do remember it broke a couple times because I was mad and I slammed the lid and sometimes shattered the hard drive. And I know that's not a smart thing to do either, but yeah, it's over and done with now. But I mean, that laptop was my first ever laptop, and I really enjoyed playing games on that thing. Um, I know for that operating system, they had, like, a, a game that I've actually made a YouTube video on. It's It has, like, three mini-games inside one game, like one program, and I played that a lot. I didn't know how to play it because I was only, like, seven, but, I mean... What else can you do? I mean, you just got to fidget with it until you figure out how it works. But, but yeah, I mean, I'm here I am almost 21, and yet I still remember some of these things from 2008, and I still call 2008 my favorite year ever because that's the time I usually have. I, that's the most amount of memories that I have is 2008. Like, 2008, I have the most amount of memories that I actually remember. Otherwise, I don't remember much from my other years. Um, like in my past episodes that I've done here, I have memorized, or I've mem remembered some, uh, I remembered some things from when I was a kid, like maybe toddler, maybe like two or three years old. But that's just because I look at pictures that my mom took from around that time. Otherwise, I would have never remembered that I went, had Candyland for my third birthday as a birthday present. I don't know. 
I just get, I get most of my knowledge from these pictures that my mom takes, but otherwise, it's like sometimes I don't even remember what time I d woke up yesterday. It it's strange. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of it's kind of hard to remember things, but it actually does make me feel good when I do remember some of these things. Uh, but yeah, I I think my next episode. And I guess I'm not I'm not going to try and spoil it, but my next episode is probably going to be about um, my birthdays and what some memories I've had over the course of my 20, almost 21 years of life for what birthday, like what I did for each of my birthdays. So I guess be sure to stay tuned for that. I'm going to try and make podcasts more often than I have been. Um, because like I said, I've been dealing with some mental health issues, kind of getting trapped in my own thoughts is kind of hard. It's kind of hard to explain and I probably shouldn't explain because it's kind of like a personal thing, but I am going to probably wrap this podcast up, uh, but stay tuned for another podcast, hopefully soon. I hope I can get it this week, uh, get it made this week and continue, doing them weekly like I have been. Um, finals week is coming up for my first year of graphic design in college, so that'll be stressful, but I'll I'll try my best to still make podcasts um, even during the summer. I mean, I'm going to be doing on-campus housing for the summer this year, and let's be honest, besides a job, I won't have anything else to do because most of my friends are going to be like, gone. Everyone's going to be graduating. But I mean, it'll be a good time to like make new friends and make more memories. So, but with that, I'm going to leave it at, at that. Um, thank you, Jody, for listening into this podcast and thank you guys for listening as well. See you guys next week. Peace out.